Hey, welcome to 412 Connections. My name is Larry Grayway. I'm here with Heather Kroos, who founded this podcast a couple years ago, and it used to be called Mylar, My Look at Recovery. And we've kind of switched it up this year. We used 412 because it says this, it says a person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two stand back to back and can conquer. Three are even better for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. And we're here to talk about how mental health um, affects our lives and how we can recover and how we need each other as a part of that recovery process. And so again, I'm here with Heather and she's gonna get us kicked off today. Welcome back to 412 Connections. Today we have a very special guest who is a friend of Larry's and therefore he gets to introduce her. Yes, I do. We have Kathy Latham with Cobb Senior Services. She happens to always say that she works for the government <laughs> and they can actually be helpful. So that's that's Kathy's thing. She's been working for Cobb Senior Services. I'll let her tell that story for a while. We've uh, got to know each other over the last couple of years at various things through businesses and Forever Fed and all of the other Absolutely. community stuff that we do. But Kathy, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? I will. And first off, thank you to Heather and, and Larry for having me on. I appreciate the opportunity to join this this podcast. But um, coming up January, it will be 19 years wow. that I have worked for Senior Services. Prior to that, I had a radio career and I literally walked away from it on Friday and started with the government on Monday. And there were many times when I scratched my head, what have I done? But I absolutely love what I do because I get to tell people about probably the most beneficial department in Cobb County government, which is providing programs, services, resources for the 55 plus population. Whether or not the 55-year-old needs it, they have an older adult in their life that would benefit from what we offer. Absolutely. And I love that, not being far from 55 myself, a few years away. <laughs> but I think yours is one of the least known departments mm -hmm. in, the, in Cobb County, in the community. I had no idea until I got to know you how many senior centers there were, all the activities that were going on. I mean, you, you see a senior center and you picture, you know, a few people coming around and playing puzzles and doing maybe bingo and having a potluck from time to time. Right. And that's about the only vision that you have of it. Right. But and, you got to do so much more. Exactly. And I feel like it's been my role. I've made it my role and my, my mission to get rid of the stereotype of what is a senior center? Because you say the, the word senior center, and just like you said, people have that vision of what comes to their mind, sitting around, very inactive, um, probably very institutional and clinical. You know, that old linoleum school, old school linoleum floor and things like that. Well, if you walk into any of our seven senior centers in Cobb County, I guarantee you, your mind will be blown and you will look around and you'll say, this is not a senior center because there's nothing institutional, nothing clinical about it. It is very welcoming. With They're all like lodge settings. So you feel like you're coming into a lodge with friends, making new friends. I mean, there's coffee clutches. There's um, a, a library lounge where you can, you know, take out libraries or books. Um, 
on the honor system. There are exercise classes from line dance to Pilates to yoga. There's yoga for arthritis. I never knew there was such a thing. So there's regular <laughs> yoga. And then, so there's something for everyone. We even have classes for painting, drawing, if that's your interest. Uh, there is somebody that teaches on um, the classical musicians, Bach, um, Wagner, and I mean, all these different sessions that come up. So you can really have that lifelong learning opportunity. And so, that is one mission to get rid of the stereotype of a senior center and the other stereotype that i want to get rid of is a senior citizen hmm. because we you say that word and we all see and and yes there will always be those who are on walkers who are a little bit more frail that that do come to mind right but i will sit here and tell you i am a senior citizen do i fit the stereotype of a senior citizen. No. No, Larry me, but not me. <laughs> so I, I just want to help people understand that the the importance of embracing being a senior. You know, because everyone will always say, oh, I'm not a senior, even though they're 85. Right? Yeah. You know, I'm not old. And my father was the activities director at his church. And finally, at about 81, he finally decided to let that go because he, he developed dementia. But he would just laugh and he'd say, these old people drive me crazy. I'm like, these are your peers. And he says, yeah, but I'm not as old as they are. I'm like, okay, some of them are you know, younger than you. So, you know, we all fight that and we joke about growing old and being a senior. But it really is one of those blessings that not everybody is afforded. Absolutely. Man, I love. I'm. I just have such good memories because you're you're sitting here saying all these things. I I lost my mom in the middle of COVID, but the one thing that she used to do, she was 83, mm-hmm. and up until that last year, she was the one that was taking the senior groups out to eat. She was the one that was visiting people in nursing homes yes. and leading mm-hmm. that at 80 something years old. Yeah. Um, now, however, where she was in, in Weewahitchka, Florida, which is in the panhandle near Panama City, Nowhereville, her senior center fit that stereotype okay. because when my mom passed away, she had, I don't know, what about, you were there, about 40, 50 puzzles <laughs> that she had gotten from the senior center. We took over a truckload of puzzles back to the senior oh, center. Wow. Now, they had a great group and they were there was a lot going on. But, you know, it kind of fit that. Yeah. We're blessed in Cobb County. We're a large county, so we have different resources, but we are blessed in Cobb County. Um, one of the things that we do as a podcast is talk about our mental health. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of everything that we do in life is tied to each other. And, and our mental health is tied to how well we eat, how much activity we do, um, what we do and what we don't do, all of those things kind of tied together. And we wanted to talk about a little bit how you've seen Cobb Senior Services help those that are struggling with their mental health. You've mentioned loneliness, Mm -hmm. Um, I think sense of purpose, those type of things. And Heather, if you want to jump in at any point, anything that I'm missing in there, I know I kind of took over today, but... um, is there anything else that you'd like to ask with that? There isn't a lot of statistical 
data to back this up, but I have a really hard time believing when you look at the suicide rates, mm-hmm. because a lot of times seniors get overlooked, and I'm willing to bet you that like statistically their population percentage is probably higher than any other group, and yet people don't think about that because they're seniors. Well, they've lived a long life. It doesn't really matter that they decide to take themselves out at the end, but we really need to and i know one of the biggest factors for that is that sense of isolation the lack of purpose that he talked about when your body starts to fall apart i'm only 45 and my body's already started to fall apart but and it's funny how you guys are talking about nobody wants to be old i want people to acknowledge that i'm 45 and not 30 something sure sure i mean i'm almost 60 and I embrace that. And I want people to say, wow, okay, you're a senior. I, I fully admit it. And yet I'm feeling the aches and pains as well. Um, but I'm going to go out kicking, you know, just like you are facing, you know, these various uh, illnesses and, and pains and all of that. We want to fight. We want to, we want to maintain our independence for as long as possible and I think that's what it comes down to Larry Heather that seniors want to be independent because of that generation right now we are still dealing with part of the greatest generation that Mm -hmm. comes through our doors or that are home yeah homebound they were raised with a different sense of pride Mm -hmm. than what later generations have right and they don't want to ask for help they don't want to let anybody to know that they need help or that they are slipping uh, mentally, emotionally, in any way because it's that generation is the stiff upper lip. You know, we came through World War II. We, we did all this stuff. We rebounded the economy and all of that. We don't need, well, you do need help. Mm-hmm. And so we as senior services we come alongside whatever their level of independence is, whatever their level of need is. It could be somebody who just needs to come out to a senior center once a week just to shoot pool. Mm -hmm. That's their level of independence, that's their level of need. We have five senior centers that have billiards and you can play from uh, 8.30 in the morning until 4.30 in the afternoon, Monday through Friday, if that's all you wanna do. But then we have the homebound seniors who need somebody to deliver a meal to them because they live by themselves, they may not have transportation, they may not even have a, a cooktop, they may not have the ability to stand and cook because of some kind of a disability or an illness. So we have Meals on Wheels, yeah. which we will deliver their meals so that they have a week of meals. but. Beyond feeding their body, whether it's a staff person or a volunteer who is delivering those meals, it's that human connection. Because for many seniors, that volunteer or that staff person is their one human connection for the week. Do you have an Adopt-A-Senior program? We do not. That is something that we've actually talked about. Um, We can't take batting it back and forth to figure out what that would look like. Now at Christmas, we did have, or do, have the community come alongside us and we provide them with a wish list that the senior has actually filled out 
of things that they want. And we're not talking Nintendo games. <laughs> we're not talking iPhones. We're talking, they want toiletries. They mm-hmm. want a warm robe. They want pants. They want socks. And one year, this one gentleman was a huge Braves fan, and all he wanted was to see a Braves game. And we made that happen for him because of the community, right, that came along. So that's how we can, quote-unquote, adopt a senior, and we do it at Christmas time. But other than that, year-round, we don't have that yet. Are you familiar with the Second Lens Foundation? I am. I actually know the person that started it and is the founder, and I think she still runs it and the virtual dementia Mm -hmm. program. She's really, really cool. She once told me, and I totally wholeheartedly agree with this, that as a society we got it messed up because we treat kids like they're our future, but the reality of it is our seniors are our future because we're teaching the next generation how to take care of us based on how we take care of our next generation. Absolutely. And in America we do it backwards, wrong maybe, uh, I mean, you look at, especially the Asian cultures, they mm-hmm. revere the yes. senior. Yeah. And they don't just send them off to live by themselves. The family doesn't move away and leave mom and dad on their own, mm-hmm. right? It's a, it's a nucleus family, and they're all together. We don't do that here in this country. No, we've lost that. I think, you know, pastoring a church, that's one of the things that I think we've done wrong. And I think the church is one that's perpetuated this. Mm. Um, Heather will know this. I'm not your typical pastor, and I'm I kind of see things a little bit differently. We did youth ministry for years, and I think we did it poorly, and I think we failed at it because if we want our children to learn and to grow, they need to learn from those that are older than them. Life. The problem is, is we segmented the church, and we have senior groups and we have youth groups and we have children's church and we have a group for everything and we've so created these little groups that nobody interacts or learns from each other Mm -hmm. and I believe that we can learn so much more by engaging the generation before us but the generation before us also needs to realize that they have so much to give and to engage that younger generation, even though they don't understand it, to remember what it was like growing up, to remember what it was like to buck the system and to have that rebellious side. And the, you know, in the fifties, it was rolling up cigarettes in your sleeve and slicking <laughs> yeah, your hair. Yeah. But you know, it, it, every generation's had their thing. Mm-hmm. But for the older generation to come alongside and not to tell them, oh, don't do this and don't do that, but to walk with them and care about them. Exactly. Even us as Christians, which is something we've talked about, and she knows, she's in my church, you know, she knows that that's one of the things I talk about just in life in general, that we don't need to tell people what they do, what they're doing right or wrong. What we need to do is walk with people and let them see our lives, let our lives become together and we'll learn together what it looks like as a Christian to follow Jesus, but in just our lives in general. Mm -hmm how to go forward. I, I didn't mean to hijack it, but that's one of the things, best thing for my kids is we had older couples in our church that would hire them to come over and do stuff at their house. And it was really mentorship. Sure. Our Thursday morning men's group. I love that we have younger and older there and we learn so much around that table. Yeah. Yeah. 
So now I have a guest. I'm going to let you actually say a few things. <laughs> here's, here's my question, and you may or may not have a, an answer to this, but you've been there 19 years. When you see somebody coming to the senior center or maybe somebody reaches out to you, maybe like somebody like me that has maybe a parent that needs to go to the senior center and you reach out, what kind of transformation do you see? Maybe they're depressed, maybe they're lonely, maybe they're just embarrassed. Mm -hmm. What kind of trans transformation do you see when they get involved in the areas of Cobb Senior Services? What does that look like? Well, it's a great transformation because let's just let's just set the stage. You've got somebody who comes kicking and screaming because my kids are making me come. They don't want me to be at home all day. I'm watching prices right and I don't want to be here but I'm going to come, right? Well, then after a few weeks of coming, we have let me set the stage. We have three centers where usually the same folks are there Monday through Friday 10 until 2. Mm-hmm. Those are for age 60 and above, but people who want more structure to their day. So they know that I am going to sit with my friend Gladys. Gladys is there and I'm gonna come sit with her. They know what they're gonna do on any given day because they have the activities in front of them, right? Then the other five centers are come and go to whatever activity interests you. But getting back to the person who's kicking and screaming because their kids make them come, after they've been there a few weeks, it doesn't take long at all, for them to realize, wow, I have been missing out because I'm coming to see new people, new friends, new people I can connect with. I get great meals, I get great activity, great conversation. We will take them on day trips. I mean, some of the centers, they've gone whitewater rafting. So, I mean, we try, we do try and buck the, the stereotype of what seniors want, right? This involving a boat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, there's a picture on our website of it, and it's just amazing. But the transformation, because they'll just come in and just plop down, arms crossed, and that scowl on their face. And it takes them, you know, a couple of weeks to realize this isn't a bad place at all. And then they come out of their shell. They're volunteering at the center to help with with lunch preparation or get ready for the next activity. And you just see a change in their countenance as well. Um, I think that's one of the great things that we do very well is to help people get engaged because at that age, usually a spouse has passed away, they've retired, so their socialization from work is gone um their friends are, are passing away so their world is getting smaller and smaller and smaller and then when they come to the senior center it opens up again and there is that transformation now you are going to have those curmudgeons who just you know after years of coming you know try and get them to smile you have to get in their face and then all of a sudden they're grinning at you because they're like okay i can't be mad right but i just love going to the senior centers because for 19 years, there's actually been a couple of women that I met when I first started, and I still see them, and they're just the happiest women. And they always grab the new people and, and uh, you know, come with me, darling, I'm gonna show you around. And one of the ladies, every time you ask her how she's doing, I am marvelous. That's the only word she knows. She doesn't know how to say, I'm struggling, I'm, I'm fair to Midland, I'm okay. She is marvelous, and everybody knows Betty is marvelous. Sounds like our mayor here in Kensington. Yes. 
So do you have to be a resident of Cobb County? You do have to be a resident for three of the centers okay. um, because those are grant funded. But the other centers, the five, which the closest one to our location here is our North Cobb Center in the back of Kenworth Park, hmm. the ballpark, all hmm. the way in the back. And that actually has two programs under one roof. Is that Ackworth? So it's Ackworth Kennesaw Line. It's right there. So where Nance Road, where you turn to NCG, oh, if you okay. were to take a right, it's in the back of that. And mm-hmm. we're sitting at the desktop co-workings for those that are just listening to this. <laughs> but it is on the way into Ackworth off Main Street. It is. Mm-hmm. And so Nance Road goes towards Highway 41. And then if you take the other direction, you go into Kenworth Park and it's all the way to the back. I do know where that one is. Yes, yes. Because I want to like sneak my mom in there without her knowing that's where I'm taking it. So what kind of programs are at the North Cobb? So, yeah, that one actually has two programs under one roof. So we do have the, the program for those who are 16 above mm-hmm. and want to come, but they're integrated into the other activities. So just because you're in the 16 above program, all that really means is that you get a meal, you get a lunch. Mm-hmm. Now, if I showed up, I'm not in that program, so I wouldn't get a lunch, which yeah. is mean, but... People who sign up for that program get a lunch. Say, some of them qualify for transportation where we'll pick them up at their home and bring them to that center. But there is all kinds of activities from ping pong. They have a dedicated ping pong room, dedicated billiards room. There is a sprungwood floor exercise room for classes, for people just who want to do some kind of exercise. We even have a small gym uh, for people who don't want to take class, but they want to come and do the treadmill or they want to use the recumbent bike or something like that. We also have movies, seminars, educational seminars. There are cooking classes, um, arts and crafts things, especially for the holidays. You know, people want to brighten up their home, and so we'll show them how to. And it takes the community. It's not that our staff knows how to do all of this stuff. I mean, we do know how to do some of it. But we look to the community who wants sure. to come in and lead these classes and lead those seminars. And we've even had the Cobb uh, police come in with their canine unit. And who doesn't love to see a canine unit in action, right? Yeah. Um, so there's all kinds of things. You can be as active or as inactive as you want at any of our senior centers. That's awesome. Cool. How would you encourage somebody? Because my mom is 69 going on 200. (laughs) She is very, very lonely, very isolated, Mm -hmm. but she loves people. We are not alike in that regard because I'm very much an introvert and tend to keep to myself. She loves to talk, which is an understatement, but she doesn't want to get out of the house. She doesn't want... She volunteered at the Bartow rec center when we first moved to Georgia in 91 and because I live in Cartersville so mm-hmm. okay and I've been trying to encourage her to get out there's the senior aquatic center that she was going to but she has trouble with transportation okay. getting herself places and I, I'm trying to find ways to get her out of the house because mm-hmm. I know the importance of it but how do I put this nicely her stubborn streak makes the Grand Canyon look like a small crack in the desert. <laughs> okay. That's a good question. 
Because we've all dealt with somebody like that, right? Mm -hmm. That we cannot get them to see that we are not trying to shake up their life to make it worse, but we're trying to get them out of their house to expand their opportunities to connect with people. Because as we've said it, and we're gonna keep saying it, connection is huge. Connection is so huge. And to get her out of the house, to get me out of the house, to get whomever out of the house, to connect with somebody else, there, it is so invaluable, right? Yeah, I think this goes back to the conversation we had a little bit earlier because you mentioned that boomer generation, you mentioned even just a little bit before that, that there's pride, there's all of that stuff. I know even for, for Heather's case, her mom uh, has to use a walker at this point in mm -hmm. her life and it's a challenge to get in and out but that perpetuates itself because there's inactivity that just gets right. worse faster. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think the challenge is, is encouraging, you know, and I know you don't really have a, a full answer for it, but it's how do we encourage somebody that really struggles that way, that is embarrassed by themselves, embarrassed that somebody's going to see them this way mm -hmm. to get them to move from where they are to some place that would actually help them increase their mental health, increase their self-value. Right. Because that's really what it comes down Absolutely. to, how we value ourselves mm -hmm. and become a part of the community again. Mm -hmm. And that's a tough, tough thing for any of us to do. I don't know that there's one answer. Do you have anything that is that, that some of the people you've seen come in be successful at getting maybe their family member there? You said some come kicking and screaming. Yes. What are some of the success stories, or if you have any, of somebody that's adamant about not coming, but they were able to do that? What are some things that have worked that you know of? Really, it has been making an appointment with center staff who can show them around and give them one-on-one -on -one, um, tour and mm -hmm. explain really what goes on, show them the events that are coming up. I mean, we're talking about dance parties. We're talking about potlucks. We're talking about... I mean, anything, okay, it's human nature, right? If you put food in front of us, we're going to come to an event, right? <laughs> right? Seniors are no different. So there's always, there's always something to eat at any of the senior centers, any of the activities that we have. But it's just making, it's getting them through that front door. Yeah. That is the hardest part. And the staff, which I do not work at a senior center, so I can applaud them all. They are there because they love the community, they love seniors, and they want to help them to connect with one another, but also to connect with the life that is still ahead of them. Because yeah. so many people, and I keep going back to it, in their previous life, when they were working, when they were raising children, they all had that desire, or not all, but that dream. Everyone had a dream of, Oh, I would love to try that someday. I would love to try painting. I would love to try wood carving. Well, guess what? We offer all of that, and it's seniors teaching their peers. Yeah. We don't have somebody up there who's 12 saying, okay, now you do this and do this, you know, little whippersnappers that know it all, right? I mean, I have to take, you know, find kids in my neighborhood. Here, fix my phone, right? I don't know how to do that. But we're talking, these things are seniors seniors that are in their 80s teaching some of these exercise classes tai chi i mean yeah. what a great great exercise for keeping you limber and, and engaged mm -hmm. as well 
So that I think it all goes back to is just having that frank conversation and just saying, let's just walk through the doors, let's just see what is there, and then let that senior, let that person experience it and really let it germinate in their brain of, okay, this isn't at all what I thought a senior center was. Awesome. So I have a question, because I know some places, like the aquatic center, if you are under the, they actually start at 50. Mm -hmm. And if you're under the age of 50, you can get a doctor's note if you have some type of disability. Does it work the same way with the senior center? No. So, um, well, we don't have any pools. Well, no, not the pool, just the the services. But as far as to use our gyms, you just have to sign a waiver. And you have to go through an orientation with one of our, our fitness folks just to show you how to use the equipment. But they are always there. They're not going to be your personal trainer, but they're always there if you have a question, if you you know want to try a new piece of equipment that you've never tried, they're there. To use the, um, even take the exercise classes, it's just a waiver. We offer these on a quarterly basis. And so, matter of fact, early January is the winter registration. And um, we do it in winter, spring, summer, fall. Mm-hmm. And so you just fill out a, a waiver, especially if you're taking the exercise classes, that just goes in your file. But we don't have to have a doctor's permission or anything like that because we don't get into that part of your business, right? Oh, it's only if you're under the age of 50, you can get a waiver to be able to use the service. Okay, I misunderstood your question. So, no, Cobb County government, it is 55 and above. Mm -hmm. But we do have a lot of people that are like, I'm 45 and I need to do it. We just can't because of the grants that we receive from the federal government down through the county. Yeah, Heather was able to do that with her knee surgeries and things mm-hmm. and go to the pool with her mom. Yes. She got a waiver and was able to use the pool herself. And I think you can probably do that at the aquatic centers in Cobb County, but that's not a part of Senior Services Department. Although one of our senior centers is named the Freeman Pool Senior Center and they get frequent phone calls. Do I bring my own towel or do you provide them? We're like, <laughs> that's somebody's name. We don't have a pool here. So I'm just Putting that out there. <laughs> I do like the billiards. I'm going to work on my license a little bit so I can go up and, and play some pool. You're a pastor now, remember. Okay? You're not that far off either. I've only got it. I'll be 52 this next year. You're yeah. six years older than me. I'll be 52 yeah. this summer, so I'm not too far not off. Not too far. Get there and go play pool. I know. I look at it, and you look at... Um, these active adult communities are basically trying to create those same things within neighborhoods. Absolutely. And I think what we don't realize is is that those resources sit here in Cobb County. Mm-hmm. Cobb County is such a big mm-hmm. county. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are those resources. You don't have to live in a 55 plus community. You don't have to, you can still own the same house you were in. Right. You can still get there. Um, so when you talk about the transportation side of it for somebody, what does it do to qualify somebody to, to use the Cobb County Senior Services transportation? What, sure. do you, what do you have to do to do that? Sure. So you would call our transportation unit, which is 770-528-5380. And you would speak with one of the staff there about how to get on or how to enroll in the transportation. You fill out this application and you have to make sure that you are not on a paratransit route. 
So if Cobb Paratransit is on your route, you do not qualify for our transportation yeah. because you have that transportation. But if you are nowhere near transit, let's just say West Cobb, way out in West Cobb, out on Dallas Highway, there is no public transportation out that way, right? So, um, and there's no specific uh, paratransit route in that area. So I live out that way, I fill out the paperwork, I'm denied from paratransit because I don't live in a paratransit area. Great, that kicks it over to senior services where I would get on the, the list and I would let them know what my transportation needs are. Now here's the great thing, it's not just for people who wanna to go to a senior center. I need to go to dialysis. I don't know how often somebody goes to dialysis. Let's say I go to dialysis three times a week, mm -hmm. but I don't wanna to go to a senior center. They will pick me up at my home take me to my dialysis center, pick me up at the end of my treatment, take me home. So I don't have to go to a senior center to use senior services transportation. I need to go to another medical facility. I need to go to the bank. I need to go to the grocery store. So we do have demand response transportation, which is what that is called for people who need um, general transportation rather than to and from a senior center. So if they were to go to the senior center, and let's say that they were a resident outside of Cobb County, mm -hmm. but it was one of the facilities that allowed outside residents, mm -hmm. and they drove themselves but had mobility issues, would there be somebody that could assist them getting in and out of the car or in and out of the building? We, that's a good question, because we don't provide hands-on. Right. We um, don't have any medical, any skilled uh, providers, medical providers or anything like that at the centers, but um, if somebody has a caregiver mm -hmm. or a friend that comes with them, they're more than welcome. And, and let's just say you came with your mom. You're 45 years old, you don't qualify to use a senior center, but you're allowed to come with your mom because you're there. You're taking her kicking and screaming <laughs> to the senior center and you're welcome to come and hang out with her. Because her biggest excuse just be honest is she uses a walker but she can't get it in and out of the car herself okay. so she actually has two one that is for the house and one that stays in the trunk mm -hmm. and like this morning I take her to the doctor because she can't get it in and out of the trunk by herself but she's able once she's out of the trunk to do what she needs yes, to do would they be able to assist her with just getting in and out of the trunk? And that would be a conversation with the center. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to like, you know, get rid of all the excuses. I totally understand that. And I know that there are other people in a similar situation that it's not just me. Or right. Ideas. And since I'm not at a senior center, I really do not see them interacting on a day-to-day -day basis right. to sure. see if somebody goes out and helps them in and out of a vehicle and all of that. So I'm sure that's something where if you built relationship with the senior center, that's a different conversation absolutely. than showing up the first time and just sitting in your car going, well, I'd love it if somebody came out. Right, they, right. You know, Nobody not, knows you're out there. Yeah. Right? You know, they should know I'm here. No, they shouldn't know. And I know you're asking questions specifically because you have your mom in mind, but this is these are great questions are. for anybody because, and I'm glad you brought up the transportation, where we sit here in Kennesaw, you know, public transportation mm -hmm. ends... Um, almost back at Barrett Parkway. Right. There's nothing up here, which is why our food pantry is the way it is, because people can't get public transportation to anywhere. Right. I and, remember that when I was at Kennesaw and didn't have a car and I, I lived on campus. Mm -hmm. 
and well technically because it was before it blew up and having to take either my bike or the bus and then like the furthest you could get was the mall mm-hmm. yeah yeah ksu has opened up transportation a little bit in our area but when you talk about kennesaw city of kennesaw in this area of Comp this Parkway, was well before bob yeah <laughs> yeah it's opened up a lot from there but as far as Cobb County transportation, yeah, where right. the IHOP is on Highway 41, yes. that's the last stop yep. coming mm-hmm. north. Mm-hmm. And so you have a lot. We dealt with that with the extended stay. People would live in extended stays next to really next step to homelessness. And they would stay at the extended stay because they could walk to the warehouse, work, walk to Publix, mm-hmm. get their food, and they didn't have to go anywhere. But they really couldn't go get another job right? because they really didn't have a way to get anywhere. Right, right. And I think the Board of Commissioners will be the first ones to say that our transportation program in Cobb County is broken because it's not for everybody. It's, it doesn't reach everybody. It's not available to everybody. But on the bright side, it exists because Bartow doesn't even have that. Right. Yeah. Paulding mm-hmm. doesn't have that. No. So yeah. at least there's something. And, yeah. it's and so we are fortunate in that Senior Services is the only department in Cobb County that has their own transportation. So Parks and Rec, they don't have buses to go out and pick people up. Yeah. Senior Services does. We have a fleet of, don't hold me to it, but I want to say it's like 37 um, yeah. of the 15, 13, 15 passenger vans that you see them. The white ones with Cobb Senior Services yeah. in blue on the side. And they're picking seniors up and taking them, whether it's to the senior center, to the medical center, to uh, a bank, you know, to those essential locations to get essential needs. So yep. how much does it cost to use the senior centers? That's the beauty of it, Heather. Um, <laughs> there is no membership, so yeah. you do not pay a membership. We tried that a couple years ago, and that was not a good thing. <laughs> so we went back to you just you register for the activity that interests you. Most things are free, but there is a nominal fee. So if we have to provide supplies, if there's a let's just say it's a wreath making yeah. or a cooking class, we're going to charge you the cost of supplies mm-hmm. and, the, and we will have the supplies available. If we have to pay an instructor for the exercise classes, which actually almost all of our instructors at the seven locations are paid instructors, then we have to charge sure. for the classes. Sure. But we're talking $3 a class. I don't know, that's, you know, $30 for 10 weeks of classes, which, you know, might be, once a week for you know tai chi every friday yeah. but you know what thirty dollars try that at gold's gym and say yeah. i'm only gonna pay you three dollars for this it's class less than a cup of coffee right exactly unless so, you're here and then exactly yeah. so there's something for if you just want to do all the free things we can mm-hmm. keep you engaged and, and busy if you want to do the paid things we can keep you engaged and busy but there's just a beautiful um uh, mixture of both awesome what if someone wanted to offer a class at the center? How would they go about doing that? If they just wanted to volunteer their time? Absolutely. So each of the senior centers handles their own scheduling, their own programming. So what may go over very well at North Cobb may not do very well at West Cobb because each of our centers has their own personality, if you will, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's made up of the personalities of the seniors who attend that place. So you would contact the center directly 
and speak with the staff about what it is the classes that you're offering or how you want to volunteer and they will talk to you about what they've already got scheduled how you can plug in or you guys can brainstorm on other things to do in the next couple of months or something like that so we're always um, we're not the only game in town right we are the we have the smallest budget of the Cobb County government any really? department wow. very small wow but yet we have the potential potential of touching over 200,000 lives Absolutely. and that's the 65 plus that doesn't account for the 55 to 64 year olds right just here in Cobb County so we look to the community to businesses to civic organizations to individuals who want to come and and lead a class or you know what you want to provide bingo you know you want to do the bingo calling you want to do some kind of an activity with them we need the community's help and so my role as strategic partnership manager is to let the community know how you can come alongside us and partner with us and when I say we're looking for people to sponsor bingo it could be provide five dollar gift cards you know we're not talking huge expensive prizes right yeah. because they love to play bingo now not all the centers do offer bingo yeah so like I said what works at one may not work at the other but every now and then they will do a bingo but even concessions for a movie day we don't charge for the movie but we do offer like one dollar concessions so if you sure. want to come and sponsor the concessions if the church wants to do something at North at uh, North Cobb or any of the senior centers and you want to sponsor yeah. hot chocolate in the lobby Yep. in January you know what I'm saying it's just it doesn't have to be a formal program it can just be reaching out to the people who come through the doors awesome loving on people that's what it's all about so are there any other services outside the senior centers that people should know about well yes um, going back to people who need some assistance with their activities of daily living homebound seniors if it's somebody who doesn't need maybe Meals on Wheels and they can't come to a senior center, they don't want to come to a senior, but they need um, somebody to help them with some light housekeeping or maybe some companionship, we do uh, a, a, a contract basis with local home care agencies here in, in Cobb mm -hmm. County. And it's on a, a bid process, so I think the contract is up every two or three years and that the counties, that the yeah. companies, um, offer their bids and then the county selects one and so we're able through because we have six case managers so they're able to go to the seniors home do the assessment find out what the need is and find the right source uh, resources support program services for them and that could be connecting with a local vendor it's a great question so are these options available in all the counties of Georgia because I know that we have like 200 counties and I'm not exaggerating right so each center or each county should have their own senior services program some of them are under their parks and rec okay. now we are fortunate in Cobb County we are our own standalone department yeah. we've been doing this for 50 years we started out as the Marietta Community Services and um, so we kind of figured out over the years what to do but we answer to the Atlanta Regional Commission, the Division of Aging, and there is a section like the ARC around Georgia that oversees the different area agencies on aging. Awesome. 
And if you're looking, sorry, real quick, no, if you're looking for somebody who may live in South Georgia, let's just say you have a, an aunt that lives in South Georgia and you want to connect her with some senior services, our information referral line has at their fingertips the ability to help connect people with other resources throughout the state. That'd be a great resource for you because I know where you were going with that because you're looking at Bartow County. Mm -hmm. Well, not just Bartow County, but for the listeners that we have. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I want to make sure that people have the resources that they need. And that best number, if I can just get yeah, that please, out, for please. people who need to know more about getting plugged in with senior services, whether it's meals, home you know, transportation, home care, whatever, or finding resources in the area, the best number to call is 770 528-5364. That is directly to our information and referral line, which is manned by our case managers. And awesome. I'm going to get that from you in writing so I can put it in the program Perfect. description to make it easier for people. Perfect. Absolutely. We need to, uh, we're winding down. We're coming to the end yes. of our time together. <laughs> we need to so. wrap up. But I definitely want to say thank you oh. and invite you back anytime you would like to come. And we'd love to have you because you are a wealth of information. And oh. it's nice to hear someone's voice that isn't married. <laughs> well, it's my pleasure. Thank you for letting me be on. And I'm happy to come back anytime and bring you other uh, folks with me. Cool. Awesome. That's it. That's all I've got. Do you have any last parting words that you would like to share? Just if you have a senior in your life, and it could be a congregant, a person in your congregation, it could be a coworker, it could be a neighbor, it could be family member, it could be the lady that you see at the grocery store every week. If you see that they could benefit from what we offer through senior services, please give us a call on their behalf. And uh, we truly are from the government, and we truly do care and help. That is our mission at Senior Services. Well, thank you for joining us today, and thank you guys for listening. Until next time, have a great day.